Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Pod Network Entertainment. Aaron was distributing for some of our products also in another business. So I visit I visited Bantayan with him. We went there together and it and we it was early in the morning. It was like around 4 a.m. 5 a.m. because it's less traffic that time. And on the way there, we we saw people like waking up already getting prepared for work. Like we'd see them start to ride the the jeep or or just going about like We we'd see people walking in the streets already early in the morning, and then we noticed now, but these people look so tired, and it's still so early. Like you're starting the day so tired, right? And then so we we said, is there a way for us to to help these people? Because like, how how can you live being so tired early in the morning, and then you still have to go through work for the entire day, and then when you get home, you have to say cook for your family. And then you wake up again. Then it's just all this cycle. It's just, it's just so. See, it seems so exhausting for, for everyone, right? Because it's actually like a Filipino mentality to just sacrifice for the sake of your family. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning to wherever you're listening or watching this podcast from here in the Philippines and from all over the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. In my podcast, I like to speak to trailblazing entrepreneurs and pioneering businessmen to learn more about how they think about doing business so we can get into their mindset. Uh, what business opportunities do they see emerging in this new normal? And what are their success secrets in business? And can we replicate those success secrets for ourselves? Now, is there a business person out there or an entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please do let me know. I would love to learn from them. I would love to listen to them and also gain that knowledge and share it with the rest of you. We're also live right now on YouTube and you can find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Tonight is the third of three Ramon V. Del Rosario Ciclab Awardees. And the next awardee comes all the way from Cebu. His company is called Immuni Global, which is a herbal, medicinal, and pharmaceutical company that provides the best traditional remedies to modern-day problems. And its flagship product, which I have here right now with me, is called Immuni Plus. Now, Immuni Plus is an all-natural traditional herbal supplement that helps promote overall wellness for the working Filipino. And we have here right now the awardee. Uh, please call here right. I'd like to invite here to my program the chairman and president of Immuni Global. We have Mr. R.R. Chua all the way from Cebu. R.R., welcome to the show. Hi, RJ. Thanks for inviting me to your podcast. It's always good to see you and to talk to you. Congratulations on the business manual. I've been seeing a lot of the articles oh, thanks. Thanks lately. So much. Yeah, they're always okay. so meaningful, like with the strategies and how people can open things. Like I saw this morning about OFWs, how OFWs can start business in the Philippines. I think it's so interesting. Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. I, I, I like to really curate the magazine so that the content, you know, when I, when, I, when, I, when I came up with the magazine, it was with the objective of making sure that if I was the person reading it, what would be the value added to me as an entrepreneur? And I'm glad to see that people like yourselves are really picking up on, on uh, what we've been trying to put out there with the article. So for the people listening, uh, you can find the business manual. It is a digital publication online uh, by the same publishers as uh, Vogue Philippines, as uh, Mega and Lifestyle Asia. Just go online, look for the business manual, check it out. I'm sure you love the articles. And just to let you know, RR's company, Immuni Global, was one of the awardees in our growth con of the 20 fastest growing or most impressive uh, startups here in the Philippines. So RR, that's another feather uh, on your cap. And among mm -hmm. them, aside from the RBR, what you guys have also won so far 
and this is where I first met RR was in the best was in the Ayala Enterprise Circle Innovation Awards. We were both actually in the same category, uh, and they won best in grit. And you'll have to tell me a bit more a bit more about that one, RR. And they also won in the Asia SME Awards, uh, or rather Asia CEO Awards. They won which award? Uh, RR. It was the Global Global Filipino Executive of the Year. Wow, what exactly does that mean? That that sounds like a heavy award. What exactly does that it's award? About contributions made by Filipino people to the Filipino community. Wow. Yeah, so it's more of how we're able to help the country. And, and talking about helping the country, uh, I think this last award of yours is pretty meaningful. It's the Ramon V. Del Rosario Ciclab Awards. And I know that you guys, you know, you've got so many awards under your belt, but why is this particular award something that is a bit more, I guess, why does it resonate with you, this award? So the Ramon V. Del Rosario Ciclab Award is more about youth entrepreneurship and the impact that we are able to create in the community and how we are able to build nation building. This award is significant to me because it shows that a business doesn't really have to just focus on growth, business growth or profit, that everything that we do can actually have a meaningful impact in society and to people in general. So with us, for Immuni Global, Immuni Global is a food, beverage, and pharmaceutical company dedicated to improving lives through the use of herbal and traditional ingredients. As you mentioned a while ago, our product, Immuni Plus, is an all-natural supplement that acts as a health partner to the working Filipino. We developed this product back in 2018, and the core challenge that we strive to address is more of the detrimental chain reaction often initiated by the illness in the life of a breadwinner. We seek to provide innovative natural health solutions that promote well-being and empower individuals to prevent illness. So for our company, how we are able to help also is through the sourcing of our materials. We source um, all our raw materials 100% locally from farmers. Well, so that, that, that really speaks a lot about And that's your elevator pitch right there. Perfect. Up. Everything encapsulated, I'm sure. Uh, listening to you guys, for people listening to this one, RR here just gave a perfect way to pitch in about 30 seconds. So uh, a lot to pick up on on how we actually spoke about that one. And we're going to try to break that break that down, uh, what, you, what you just said to all of us here. Uh, but at the same time, I just want to show people, this is the Immuni, uh, the Immuni Plus product. It's a ready-to-drink sachet. Uh, where is it available here right now? It's available in all uh, pharmaceutical Watson's, outlets. Mercury. Yeah, Watson's and Mercury. And we're also available in Shopee, Lazada, and also in our website. Okay. It's ready to drink and all natural. Okay, so let me just demonstrate here right now. So it's like a, it's ready to drink sachet. And I think I, I, I saved this so I could drink it live on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. And, I, and I was telling... I was telling everybody that I actually take this um, before I go to the gym or at night when I'm feeling particularly tired because it's been a, a long day at work. And immediately you feel some sort of, um, it's a minty sensation as it goes down the throat. Can you explain to me what exactly uh, am I experiencing as I consume the product? Well, so it's made from ginger, turmeric, spirulina, and moringa. The purpose is to clear the throat. That's from That's the benefit of the ginger. So if you're feeling unwell or you're just not, if you're just tired, then it would help because the throat is a main aspect of our body, right? It's the one you use to speak or it's the one that it, like you need it to operate in your daily life, right? So having that cleared is very important. That's why when we have cough or colds, it's very hard for us to operate. I got that. And yeah. then aside from that one, there, the other products inside here I, I see, you know, which is very interesting, is there's... Water, ginger, honey, uh, yes. turmeric, uh, which yes. is anti-inflammatory. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Then so you it, have us. Yeah, please go ahead. Turmeric actually has a lot of benefits in terms of, um, sin like for sinus, for cough, for immune health, for digestion, even for for skin, like for acne, for for hyperpigmentation. It's it's a wide range of benefits that we want to highlight because. The food in the Philippines, like our traditional herbal ingredients, have a lot of benefits. And it's sort of taken for granted by 
most of us because we don't know what they do and they're just you know they're just there and then people would prefer like uh foreign 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 ingredients or foreign products but actually the philippine products can also do the same thing that's mm-hmm. what immuni global wants to highlight that I see. a lot of our local products have a lot of these good benefits that we are failing to appreciate i i see very interesting i like that there's an advocacy attached yeah. to the whole product and uh, i, I want to ask a little bit more about the evolution towards creating the product but you also have over here spirulina and moringa uh, I, yes. I we're not all health experts here but maybe you can explain uh what what spirulina and moringa does for you and at the same time um th- is it something that's that is uh that is uh, a, a lot here in the Philippines, very readily available yes. here in the philippines yes actually spirulina is a blue green algae that modulates immune functions and contributes to high energy levels it's one of the most protein dense foods on the planet and it's actually used by a lot of bodybuilders and gym gym enthusiasts because it helps boost their energy but it also has a lot of benefits like lowering blood bad cholesterol uh lowering blood sugar and also for eye health and oral health for malunggay actually malunggay is very uh is widely available in the philippines it's used usually used for soup mostly in the visayas I think like we have it, we have plants here at home for that and it contains a lot of amino acids antioxidants and antibiotics so it has a lot of benefits in terms of uh, its medicinal properties got that and finally and, and a very important product for stabilization is carrageenan and and i know yes. that uh, it's actually something that, that that's part of your own family business but can you help us better understand yes. Uh, how does carrageenan work to stabilize things here uh, all these ingredients yeah so it's used as a thickening gelling agent so it's also used in toothpaste it's actually we also actually use it for chocolate milk it's because right when you mix cocoa with with milk it separates so the purpose of carrageenan is to make both bind together and so it becomes a homogeneous mixture yeah and then also it's used it's even used for chicken because when you inject carrageenan in chicken the juices retain in the chicken so then it's more juicy when you cook it because usually diba when you cook chicken it becomes dry from the frying or the or the roasting so that's where carrageenan comes in i see and so you're able to bring in some of your i guess family business expertise into the creation of this product over here and uh, yes. having said that let, let's take a step back a bit more you know i was going to ask you give me an elevator pitch of what uh immuni global cell but and, and you and you've done that but can we go a bit more into your background uh, as as a entrepreneur and as a businessman because from my understanding um is that uh this is not, you're you're actually involved in the family business and this is sort of like uh your own little venture into entrepreneurship within yes. the family business tell us a bit more uh, what 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 is your background so far in terms of um in family business what is it Well initially I I graduated from uh, as in business management from the Ramon V Del Rosario College of Business of De La Salle University oh, that's animal. why also this, animal. Yeah. yeah animal that's why this award is meaningful to me also because when I was in college the College of Business was renamed the Ramon V Del Rosario College of Business at that time and I also it for me it was a very big thing because because it was the first time that a college was named after somebody right mm-hmm. and being recognized as part of that is um very inspiring for me and then after that i was i had a short stint in the fmcg industry so it is more of handling the operations of manufacturing in the fmcg and then after that i joined chemberg which is the com- the family business that manufactures uh carrageenan And then my role there actually at that time was in finance so not even in manufacturing it was more for financial control cost control but then this enabled me to look into each aspect of the business because at that time I was also looking into how we can streamline operations how we are there unnecessary procedures are there unnecessary products being used in the operations so by looking at these aspects like each department of the business i was able to learn more about everything in general including r&d and production so through through doing this it gave me an idea that i can actually create a product 
from all these knowledge that I was able to acquire. I see. I right? see. Yeah. And also because we had, um, we have a team of say uh, chemists, food technologists who can help. But I was also, um, I was also very interested in what they were doing. So in the process of working in the family business, I was also learning how to do what they do. Yeah. So that was that was the start of it. Yeah. So in other words, in the sort of like the entrepreneurial spark uh, was, you know, by going through all the different processes of the business and the, all the yeah. different aspects of the business, you said, okay, I understand these different processes and I, I know I can create a product, but what is the product I can create? Sort of yes. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And as, as you were undergoing this one, how did you eventually move on to create, start, what, what is the genesis of uh, Immunity Global? I often tell people here on the show, you know, what was the pain point that you were trying to solve? But here, I guess you you were a solution waiting for a problem to come about, and and so what was that? What was that eventual opportunity that you saw? Actually, when we were before we launched Immuni Plus, we were looking into different types of products. But then, since also part of my background is in from working in the family business was more of quality audits and internal, just to make efficacy testing, quality testing. So I wanted to make sure that our the product we make is actually of value before we launch it because we actually have other products in line, but we're still testing everything. So for Immuni Plus, we saw the reality faced by families when a breadwinner falls ill and is unable to work, which I've seen throughout working in the family business and even before that, that when a breadwinner gets sick, it really affects the entire family. It affects it could mean that it could mean more than just physical discomfort. It could mean that they don't have food on the table for that day, especially for daily paid workers. And then if they would get sick, then they'd have to pay so many hospital bills that they can't afford. So they'd go, the entire family would just go into debt, right? And even in the Philippines and um, in the Philippines, substantial deposits are often required to get any type of medical attention. Like if you don't, if you cannot pay the deposit in the hospital, then they're not even going to let you in, right? So we understood that time that good health isn't really about focusing on treating illness. Good health should be the way you live. That's why we advocate for sustainable, healthy lives. We saw that in order to achieve good health, uh, several conditions have to be improved, which consist of economic conditions, commercial conditions, um, social conditions, and environmental conditions. And we also we saw one aspect to improve this through the use of traditional and herbal ingredients. So that was the start of this all. Was this the process that you, that you, that you figured out uh, on your own or, uh, or with, with, with your partner here also, see Aaron? Yes. Uh, for the um, so we, his, his background is in FMCG distribution. So it was both of us looking at the situation of our customers in general. Okay. So yeah. it's not to ask because this is very interesting because yes. it's a it's a company that kind of both of you grew together. And yes. sometimes yes. it's nice to see the synergies of how 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 things came about. So you were working in, in the family business, you had an idea that you know I can create a product, uh, but um somebody has to help me flesh it out, or there's somebody who's got some market research. How did you guys kind of uh, come together and say Let, let's Let's create this product and what's the evolution towards that? Yeah. So Aaron's distribution is in the northern part of Cebu in Bantayan Island. So it's a separate island but, from Cebu City. Yeah. So it's it's like a four I heard, hour. I heard, I heard about Bantayan Island. Uh, that is where my wife first became my girlfriend. She's listening here right now. So oh, yeah. So shout out to my wife, Vanessa Ledesma, uh, over there. So that's that's where she first answered me many, many years wow. ago. So let's go back again. Bantayan Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's a four-hour drive. At that at the, at that time, Aaron was distributing for some of our products also in another business. So I visit I visited Bantayan with him. We went there together, and it and we it was early in the morning. It was like around four a.m. five a.m. because it's less traffic that time. And mm -hmm. on the way there, we we saw people like waking up already, getting prepared for work. Like we'd see them start to ride the the jeep or or just going about like we, we'd see people walking in the streets already early in the morning. And then we noticed now, but these people look so tired and it's still so early. Like you're starting the day so tired. 
right? And then so we we said, is there a way for us to to help these people? Because like, how how can you live being so tired early in the morning and then you still have to go through work for the entire day and then when you get home you have to say cook for your family and then you wake up again then it's just all this cycle it's just it's just so see it seems so exhausting for for everyone right because it's actually like a filipino mentality to just sacrifice for the sake of your family right or for whatever personal or familiar aspirations you have so at that time when we we no, we noticed all of these we we just thought about what what can we do what can we do, what can we do to help them and then also with my background in manufacturing so we we decided to look at different types of products different types of 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 sources of energy or and everything and then we just worked from there we tried to look at different solutions and then we also saw na parang we we just thought to ourselves like what do you do when you have sore throat what do you do when you have say a headache right what do you use is there anything we can we can create for this not na instant so that's how everything started wow that, that's really that's a really great story because you know getting into the mentality of how you create the product is it, just as such an interesting story now when it, when that happens so for example okay i want to create a product but what what's next? Because many people here also that's when they, when they do a startup or whatever they say, okay, great ideas are are nice, but then you know without you know, but they're just homework, right? They're just thesis. Yeah. How did you how did you sort of prototype that into action for, uh, coming from there? Well, first we looked at what existing products are available in the market, and if this solution is if this problem is being solved, right? And then if there and then we noticed that there was no solution to this problem because. The solution available would be taking, say, an additional dose of vitamin C, which, like, when you feel when you think you're about to get sick, you take an additional dose, but then you're not exactly sure if it's it works or you know because the effect would take some time, right? And then we also thought the other solution would be just you, the person would just take a day off and just stop working until he feels okay. But then we noticed that's not really a solution because they would have food to eat, right? So, and then. We we said no. Like, are there other products that indirectly help with this problem? Are there local products that would help? And if there are, can we make use of them? Can we create a different product and just make it more accessible, more convenient? And that's how we we did this. And then once we had that idea, it's also I think a benefit that we have um, we have a manufacturing company already, and then we have a team of chemists and food technologists so they were able wow. to help us Great. yeah develop this yeah so you're able to leverage at least the the expertise that you gain working in the family business yes yes uh, to be able to to create the product so yeah. how did you like i mean i know that you want to solve the problem but how did you come up with like okay let's do an exact formulation and let's make sure that it's a sachet not a powder uh not a tablet or anything else I, that yeah. i'm curious about how, how did that whole process iterate until he finally came up with what are the ingredients and it should be a sachet that's ready to drink. Well, initially, we, we looked at products in the market. Usually, it's uh, powder and it's mixed, right? And then we, we looked at the pain points in these products. Now, what if you're, you're, in, you're riding, uh, you're in your car and then you're feeling, you're not feeling, well, you have, you have this powder, but you don't have water. So what are you going to do? You're just, you're going you're gonna to suffer through that journey or just, you know, just, wait until you get home so we 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 looked at convenience as an important aspect to to this product and then we also looked at the different types of ingredients the different types of um combinations as to what would best fit for that problem so actually it took us um two years to get everything for product from product development to product approval wow. from regulatory so it it was really a lot of testing and um, just experimenting on different different types of products because it's also I think it's also part of my my background to make to and in terms of food safety and quality to just make sure that anything that we serve really works. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just this is this is very interesting to me. Like, uh, how did you prototype the, the first set of prototypes of the product to make sure that? It would work and and check on the efficacy or at yeah. least 
the the consumer, you know, because you have to see whatever. Like I come from a my background is it was in marketing and um and you know there has to be something that the consumer can appreciate as an effect to him, right? You could yeah. see it, it's both not just the not just uh, if there is an actual physical effect, but even just him saying, "Oh, I can feel the relief immediately," yes, and it's yes. much visible or at least uh, that he can feel at once. How how did you guys measure that? How did you test it uh, before you put it out? Like, um, yeah. what were the ideal products to put in and the taste and and all these different things? Initially, we did it all in the lab, right? We did small batches. We placed it in in water bottles, and then we we did we we tried to do, we like it was like a 200 ml. It was in 200 ml bottles, and then we made people try it, and then it was like, oh, this is too much, right? And then like and then we 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 adjusted also the formulation in terms of the amount of ginger, the amount of turmeric, and then we 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 tested it out. Over months, with I think more than a hundred people, just to have a uh, product that would fit most of the needs of these people, right? So, and then it was just all, and then we just uh, slowly determined it to be now this much. Twelve ml is okay. This is because if we do double of it, people, parang it's hard to drink anymore, and ganon. So, I, I see now. Um... Uh, as you as you move forward, I want to say hi to my friend here right now, who's watching my gym partner over here, Adi Flores. Hi, Adi. Uh, it's got a really nice question over here, um, and I guess it's nice to address. With the numerous health products that offer similar, with with the numerous health products that offer similar benefits as your product, what is more important in the product, the name, the packaging, or the pricing? Well, I guess I want I want to leave the question because it's very nice marketing wise and it's it's insightful. But how are you able, first of all, I guess? To make sure that you stand out competitively in the market, because the people might think that an effervescent uh, tablet works better or vitamins work better. How how exactly do you position yourself to say that you are the product of choice if people need, I guess, additional energy? Yes. Um. So the main selling point that we have is actually the instant benefit that people feel from the product once they take it. So because People find it hard to believe anything that they can't feel, right? In terms of the benefits, naman, yes, it's true that a lot of other products have sort of the same benefits, but in terms of the instant aspect, most don't have it. Right? I see. And then also in terms of the ingredients that we put, um, we make sure that it's all natural and it's locally sourced. So there's meaning into what you're taking. You're not only doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it for the community as a whole. You're doing it for the farmers of, say, Cebu, Leyte, and Palawan, right? You're you're supporting the Philippine the Philippine um, economy by doing by doing this. You're supporting the local farmers. You're supporting the local agricultural industry. And in terms of pricing, naman, we try to differentiate ourselves from the other products. So it's not we're trying to just build a brand to be trusted to be reliable rather than being a a price war with all these these other items the so the the, the who's a primary market if you don't mind me asking for this one for for the for the immunoglu i mean i love the product uh, yes. are uh, are these people who are uh, are these uh, office workers um or blue collar workers, daily age, daily wage earners. Help me understand also, like the people so, who do like mobile, uh, like angkas, that the riders. Yeah. Actually, for our 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 product market, um, the market is quite wide because it really depends. We really target the working Filipino as a whole. So we have a market for the call center agents. We have a, because they use their throat a lot, right? They use. Mm -hmm. They talk a lot, and they. Well, it's it, it perfect for me. I talk, I talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it helps you, right? <laughs> helps me a lot. Yes, it does. Thanks. Yeah, and then, but we also cater to taxi drivers. We cater to even fishermen. We we didn't expect to actually cater to these people. It just so happened that when we part of our marketing is radio ads, right? And then we they would message the DJs that they bought, and then it really helped them or. Or they they found this product somewhere and then they heard it on the radio and then they were so happy that it was on the radio, right? And then and then we realized that 
it it also works for them pala so that's how we started targeting targeting them also right Very so it, it ranges from blue collar to white collar And what I wanted to say uh, as you we were speaking, no, it, it's sort of something that's very. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, prevalent right now, when it, especially when it comes to uh, marketing nowadays, it's, it's more purposeful in the sense that if you were talking to people like myself who's Gen X, no, I mean... Um, if there's something that is uh, in the product where you help other people, well, helping other people is sort of like, you know, that is uh, an add-on. But right yes. now, it's more purposeful for the Gen Zs, the millennials, that in their small little way, the products that they buy uh, are more purposeful because they support a higher cost, right? And for, for you, yeah. the purposefulness of the product is that you actually source the products, the, the ingredients here locally from from uh, from the Visayas, is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Where, where did that? Where did that? I, I guess you know, the question is where did that that desire to help come from? Like because you know the way that I speak with um, you know the other RVR awardees, which, which I'm very impressed by. The common denominator is usually parang there's there's more. To, there's there's I want to show like I want to showcase Filipino you know beer uh, yeah. for for until I want to showcase our, our our local weaves. What gave you the idea that I want to use through my product? I want to support the the local farmers. Where did that? How did it all come into play? Was it like you you that was something that you had uh, uh, non negotiable about, or that's something that you want to really promote? Actually, it's also part of the. It's also because of the family business that gave me that drive. Because for our family business, we source from seaweeds, right? We source from from local seaweed farmers, and then I noticed also that. There are a lot of other farmers who are not exactly able to market their products. They have a lot of produce, and then it just goes to waste. Like they end up throwing them because if they all push them out in the market, the price would just drop, and then it would just lose its value, right? So they would just throw away all these goods, and then it's it's really just a waste, right? So what we what we tried to look at was what's available in Cebu, what's available in the Visayas, what's what is not being used so much that we can um, use to help the farmers. It's more of looking at um, what are the different types of things that are available in the, in the current market and how can we help with that? I see, I see. And then uh, what's interesting also is that, um, you know, the name is Im- Immuni, Immuni Plus, right? Yes. Um, it, because to my mind, you're you're giving it to people because it was meant for either to give them additional energy, or to either or give them immunity, right? How did you decide? Like, what is the how did the name come? What it's immunity plus? When uh, what did you exactly want to communicate? Was it because I want them to be stronger, or because they wanted more energy for the day? I hope yes. maybe I'm sure you went through a lot of name studies to yep, figure yep. out what's the yep. best product benefit that you should talk, banner when, especially with the title of the yeah. uh, with the name of the brand, right? So initially, when we were looking at the the working Filipino and all the problems that they would experience on a day to day basis, we 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 tried to see like what could what do they need exactly? What do these people need so that they won't get sick? So one aspect is maybe they need immunity, right? They need they need to be immune from all these different diseases or 
all these different possible things that could happen to them. And then we we said, nah, um, that that's sort of hard to achieve, right? Because how can you achieve immunity from anything, right? So that's how we added the plus because the plus is more of it adds on to what you currently have, right? So if you have if you have, um, it's it's like an added protection to your body. It's an added it's an added support system for you. Yeah, got that. So you were telling us earlier on it took you about you you were working this since 2018, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 2018 and two years for the product to be. To be created, right? And of course, that that that, that was you, you were using a lot of resources as well. You're you using some resources to do it, um, and you were part of a family business as well. How did the family take to it? They were saying, "Are why don't you just focus on on the business?" I mean, there's two ways families can look at it, right? If you're yeah. from an entrepreneurial family, they'll tell you, "Oh, go, please try to do something that is your own," or they'll tell you, yeah. "I just want you to focus on, on the family business, right, and don't bother about yeah. other." about other initiatives what what was your family's uh, i guess reaction when you were developing well, this product yeah initially because i was also working for other product developments for the family it was just part of it like i didn't even talk about it at all so that they wouldn't question like why are you doing this other extra thing yeah so it's just developing slowly and then it was just like sort of a sideline as to what we were doing in the lab right so it was just being developed alongside all the other products because for our other products we we develop um jelly powder so so those kinds of things and then it's just part of it and then once we had a viable product already that's when i started telling the family nah i'm interested to develop this product because this is um i believe there's a there's an opportunity for this and they were very skeptical about it at first because they were saying nah we're not exactly in the pharmaceutical industry we're in food right so like what's our experience in all of this like what's your experience specifically to me right because my my experience is more on um, FMCG supermarkets sari sari stores right and then um it was just it so happened that at that time people i mean the family like a lot were coughing and had colds right <laughs> they, they just weren't feeling well at that time so i told them oh, oh you try this and then if it works then um maybe we should try this product out we should try to launch it and then so they all tried it and then it worked for them so that was when they said now oh actually yeah why not right so okay interesting how, interesting yeah. uh like they say in english about the proof is in the pudding the, the proverbial proof is in the pudding because they had to try the product right yeah. yeah and then and then for other startup businesses uh they usually have to resort to what we call uh, bootstrapping, where literally the money comes out of their own pocket to run it. I'm just very curious. I hope you don't mind. Like in your case, you did have a family business um, that had some resources to develop the product and to bring it almost to fruition. How were you? What was the? Was there any bootstrapping for you guys happening here, or did the family support the, the business from start to marketing to to all the other processes of the business? No, actually, what the family supported was just the manufacturing aspect of of all of this because i couldn't also just ask them to to support everything right and also they wouldn't allow in terms of like um how much we would be able to to spend on the capital and all of this and it was a long time it was um we started in 2018 so so it's like four years of just spending and then no nothing going back into the company right so in for the marketing side and the distribution and <clears throat> um, everything outside the production, that's what uh, me and Aaron bootstrap. Yeah. Wow, interesting. If you don't mind, what was your bootstrapping from your salary? Came from your salary in yes. the company. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's wow. actually from our salary and our um, um, yeah, just our our previous income. But the good thing about this actually is because I'm earning and he's also earning from his business. Right, so then there's actually funds to use for this other business of ours, and also there's really no rush to say turn a profit quickly or just say capitalize on the farmers, take advantage of the pricing or whatever, right? Because we can support ourselves through our other other businesses, other endeavors, right? So, so, so there's yeah. So you you had other businesses also that you could rely on. 
yes. which is good, which is good. So this gave yeah. you an opportunity uh, to, to do this one. And oftentimes, I mean, they, they say, well, I, I don't know, what do you think? Some people say that, you know, you have to go all in so that there's no parachute and, and you make sure that the, the business does really well. But that wasn't your, your thinking over here, yeah. right? You said, you know, it's, it's okay. We can have this one and, and this other business as well. Yeah, because, but for, for us, actually, it's not about, say, you just limit the amount of, of energy you spend on each of these businesses. For me, it's all about giving your all to each of these businesses, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of sacrifice, actually. It's more, it's like um, not sleeping just to finish everything, right? It's, it's, it's a lot, it's spending the holidays, spending, actually spending every day, just doing, doing, just trying to grow this this baby of ours, right? Yeah. You need more. You need more immunoglobal. I see in your life, uh, RR, <laughs> uh, based on that one. Now, um, finally, um, when the product was made, now I mean, this must be interesting. The, when the, when you had the first batch for manufacturing, I mean, by the time you had it manufactured, that you had FDA, I guess you had the, you had your FDA. Every all yes. the paperwork was done. Yes. All the certifications were done. Yeah. How did it feel like when you were doing the first batch of uh, uh, first batch of <laughs> global? Well, the, the the manufacturing was um, we did, we did it. Uh, it was it was okay. I mean, it, it it felt good to have a product there. We were very excited about it, right? That we we had it we had it we had it how we wanted it. And then, but our initial starting point wasn't really in the pharmacies. Our ah, initial okay. starting point was in. These we we because of our FMCG background, we we tried to get into supermarkets, sari sari stores. Actually, sari sari stores was the first one because it was really our focus for the other businesses, right? And then it sort of failed at that time because usually sari sari stores wouldn't buy things they're not familiar with that wouldn't mm -hmm. move, right? Because they have limited capital. So That's right. at that time, we we were we we thought like oh. We, we we have all these products and no one would buy it. Like, what do we do now? We already like um we already set up the plan for this, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. And then so we we looked into other avenues. We did we actually just first marketed to family and friends. We we just tried to just push it all out, just let people try, let people experience it. We worked with with the barangays, we worked with um solo parents, we worked with women's organizations to get them to try the product and to see, does this work for you? And if it does, um, where would you want it available to? Would you want to also sell it? So that's how our first livelihood program started also. So they were the ones who were pushing for the product, actually. And then we, 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 we went to, um, most of them said, we usually would buy in a pharmacy. So that's how we actually entered the the pharmacy, the pharmacies, because we had no experience at all at that time. Yeah, and then when we tr we first tried to approach pharmacies, they would demand high discounts from us, and then they would tell us you need to rent all these shelves in each of these branches, which we couldn't afford at that time. Like it was just too hard for us. So what we decided to do was focus on where we had personal connections, the small pharmacy chains in Cebu. So we, we placed there and then we just really pushed the product in all these branches. We'd visit them almost every day. We'd, we just tried to make sure that everything would move. And then because of that, we were noticed by a regional pharmacy chain because the customers of these smaller pharmacies would ask them, why, why don't you have this product with you, right? So once, once we got into the regional pharmacy chain, we also just gave all our efforts there, like it was a 24-hour thing. If the branch is 24 hours, we'd also just visit at night. We just really just try to make sure that the product would be one of the fastest moving products in the in that chain. So through that, we were noticed eventually by national pharmacy chains, right? And by the time we got noticed, it was more of them asking us, why, why aren't you with us? Like, why haven't you offered <laughs> to us? Yeah. So, and then we told them that, oh, we did before, but then, you know, you, you just demanded too high from us and then couldn't go for it. And that was the positive thing because once they were the ones who approached us, they were more willing to negotiate terms based on what we could afford, right? And what, what we wanted.
that was really a study in persistence for you guys. Uh, it, it wasn't something that was very quick, but it took a lot of time for you to, yes. to yeah. actually get here. Uh, when were you start, when were you starting to be present in pharmaceuticals in Cebu? What year was that? Um, it was so in April two thousand twenty-one. We were available in four pharmacies, four branches of pharmacies in Cebu only. Yeah, and then as of now, we're available in more than one thousand five hundred retail outlets. Wow, fantastic! Yeah. So that you blew up ten x ten times. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a span of two years, in terms of locations, I just want to say. Uh, my, my, my friend over here, Ata over here, uh, can, you, can you focus on that one, Zeke? Over here, he says, this is awesome. Where can I get some? Uh, Ata also, a fellow Cebuana, who's based out of Manila, uh, also a gym partner of mine over here. Where can she, where's it available right now? Yeah. Is it available oh. in all uh, Mercury drugs? Yeah. For, for Metro Manila, most of the Mercury drugs and the Watsons. Yeah. And then we're also available in local pharmacy chains for Visayas and Mindanao. But for online, we're also... Available in um, Shopee, Lazada. We can you can order direct from our website or even just a uh, message on Facebook and Instagram. Then we would also ship them. And then uh, Adi's also yeah. asking again, Adi Flores, Mr. Chua, how many can I take in one day uh, of Actually, your? Uh... Because uh, there's really no limit as to how much you can take because these are all just natural ingredients. I mean, say ginger, you can you can take as much ginger as you want. You can take turmeric because these are just. Um, Basically, root crops and food, right? So there's really no no overdose oh, as to how it is. Yeah. So we can do it like uh, before the gym, after the gym, yeah. before going to yeah. work. Some Maybe people actually should... like mix it with with water for tea. Like they mix like four sachets at a time, and it's it's really okay. Yeah. It's just okay. Of, yeah. Now, I'm just curious. When you started off doing this in Cebu in the small chains, how would you market it in those places? Was, was there standees? Would you do radio ads? How would you? How did you yes. make it become so viral? Help me understand. That, that, one, that one I'm also very curious yeah. about. Actually, we, we did uh, a lot of different things. Like we, we'd, we'd, we'd put in a pharmacy and then we'd go around the barangay of that pharmacy and introduce it to the people of that pharmacy, right? And then tell them, nah, if you want this, you go to this branch because it's there, right? We'd give them samples first to try. We'd give them one sachet and then they'd, they'd like it. They'd ask us, oh... Because actually for, for this product, it's more of to try is to believe, right? Because there are so many products in the market and it's kind of hard to convince people yeah. really to do. And especially if you're a brand that really no one knows about, right? So that's how we started. And then we, we eventually did online ads. We did radio ads. And then that, and then we, we gave to the people who in the in in the pharmacies also because it's these people who will endorse if, if they believe then they're they're sort of the reliable people in this aspect right yeah got that very very interesting story of how uh, your brand grew from there so um, the way I'm speaking of the story is that it was not an instant success uh, yeah. it, it you you kind of the there were failures in the sense that. This is not the correct distribution point. This is yes. not the correct. This is not the correct market for the product. Yeah. But through persistence, uh, that and and through a lot of pivoting, you were able to figure out that this was the right way to take the product. This is the right market for the product, uh, and this is the right distribution for the product. But again, no, I was bringing up the the case that you know took you two years to create the product, 2018 up to 2020. Then the pandemic hit. How did the yes. pandemic actually help uh, affect you guys? When it came over there, uh, when it came to that point, I mean, were you, able to, I mean you were about to launch it, and all of a sudden, pandemic hits. Yeah, actually, the good thing about it was um, the pandemic. Most of the symptoms of the pandemic we could address, right? So we were a readily available solution for the pandemic. But then we we never wanted to be associated with with the pandemic because that's really not what we are, right? So it actually helped us in a way that it enabled people to try the product. But then... How are you able to distribute it? I mean, you were already available in the pharmaceuticals, in the, in the small no. pharmaceuticals at the time, or you were already available in many places by the time? No, actually, it was, um, I think, in the first wave of the pandemic, we weren't available in any yet. We were actually still setting up the factory. We were Because wow. that was just one, yeah. 
Wow, so you were still in the midst of shutting the factory then the pandemic yeah. hit, right? Yeah, and, and then, then the pandemic hit. And then we had to we had to shut down operations because we didn't know like we we had to shut down the construction of I mean the the setting up of the equipment and everything. And then the pandemic hit and then we we just stopped everything because we didn't know what we were dealing with at that time, okay. right? And then we also thought to ourselves that maybe this is also an opportunity for us, right? And then Actually, the FDA inspected us during the pandemic. We were, we were, I think the only, the only plant that they inspected because they said, "No, all the others just closed down. They don't, they don't want to operate." They, they asked us, "Like, why do you want to operate? Like, no one's buying anything right now." Yeah. So and then we, we just, we said, "No, we wanted to try it out because it's also a waste, right? Because we already, we're, we're in the midst of all of this, right?" And then we, we just proceeded with it. And then at the second wave of the pandemic, we were already available in some, in some pharmacy, in some local pharmacy chains. And I think because of that availability, that small availability that we had, and people adapted to the product, the larger chains also wanted us because they had a limited supply of, of items. And it just so happened also, right, right after, I mean, during the pandemic, Typhoon Odette hit Cebu. I think this was December 2021. Yes, yes. Yeah. Remember, I remember. Oh. Yeah. At that time, a lot of um a lot, even our our plant got damaged. A lot of our raw materials got damaged. And we just actually just built it recently, right? And then wow. everything just got damaged. But it also so happened that the pharmacies, a lot of the pharmacies also got damaged during that time. And a lot of their goods got damaged and there were supply chain problems because goods from the manufacturers of the other pharmaceutical companies couldn't reach Cebu. So they needed to source locally and we were, we were one of their potential sources of, of products. Literally a perfect storm. I mean, not in a good way, but I mean, it's a perfect storm for you guys to, to yeah. have availability because yeah. they needed locally sourced products uh, uh, over there. I just want to just uh, greet... Uh, Aaron Rosca Espina, the, the partner of uh, RR here uh, and the president uh, of, um, of uh, Immuni Global Incorporated. That's why he says, let's go IGI. Again, Aaron, thanks so much for joining us here as well. Aaron, feel free to chime in if you've got more, more things you want to share. Also, as well, just put it in the comment box so we can we can share it here as well. Uh, RR, I want to find out from you. I mean, I know, you know, I, I'm sure that because it's your own product, like it's your own baby in the family business, you know. There must have been a particular moment where you felt very, you know, proud. Parang, what was your moment where you said, "Oh my gosh, I think the products made it," or is it, it's it's getting there? What was that achievement for you that you felt when you when you saw the product? It doesn't have to be an award. Yeah. It can actually be. Yeah, actually, it's, it's, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's really not the awards or the recognitions. It's more of the impact that we make on people. When it's actually like when we when I when I I first got feedback from one of the customers that I don't know. Now it really helped their product. It was from I think it was from this barangay official who who took the product from one of the people who were selling Immuniplus in her barangay. Mm -hmm. She said she was she was on the way home from this long travel and she just felt so tired. But then she needed to do something for her daughter, right? She needed to I think enroll her daughter or, or something like that. And then but she was just so, so tired that she. She needed to just uh, like she wasn't sure she would be able to get home, and then still be able to do that. When she got home, she stayed in bed, and then she she realized that one of the people in her barangay offered her Immuni Plus, and then she decided to take it. And then she was able to to do the enrollment for her daughter and do all. She she even said she was able to go to the market and all that. And that that first that first positive reaction that I uh, that we received. During that time, was like, oh, at least like you know, our what what we wanted to do when we started this business was actually achieved in in a small way, yeah. So that was that was the first. Well, bravo to you guys, bravo to you and to Aaron over here. So, um, what do you guys have next in store for for uh, for Immuni Global or Immuni Plus? Do you yeah. plan to expand the product line, expand the distribution, uh, distribute abroad? Yes. So. Actually, right now, what we want to do is expand the existing distribution of Immuni Plus 
to more retail outlets, to more provinces in the Philippines. Because right now we're available in 40 out of the 82 provinces. So we're still less than half, right? There's still a lot more to go. But at the same time, we're also working on developing other products that we um, just put on hold before because we were focusing on this. And then we, we want to solve more problems that affect the health of the working Filipino. Because we, we saw that there are a lot of issues in terms of, say, high cholesterol. There's a lot of issues in high blood pressure, in sugar issues, right? And then there are a lot of things we can, um, we can capitalize on with our local ingredients. At the same time, we, we're also focusing on our OFW market because we noticed that a lot of the OFWs, um, like, our, our, like Immuni Plus, because it's something that they're not able to have abroad. Like in the Philippines, they would boil ginger, they would, they would cook um, malunggay or moringa soup, but they can't do that abroad because it's not readily available. So they would buy in the pharmacies here and then take it with them. So we want to capitalize on, on that opportunity also. Very interesting. Are you already are you already distributing to OFWs abroad? Um, right now we uh, there are uh, companies that have approached us, but we're we're still working on that. But our OFW market now is more of them bringing it when they fly or their family members sending it out to them. Yeah, really great, really great idea. I mean, as you were talking, it's just because I've interviewed so many startups over here. I, I can see that there's a potential for you to work with. Uh, Bam Mejia of Sari Suki, potentially, because like you said, you want to start off with Sari Sari, and, and Bam's doing an excellent job of hitting many of those small stores. And he's actually tied up with another growth con awardee, uh, Rachel Renucci Tan of Renucci Rice. And the Renucci Rice is the very high quality rice which they're distributing yes. to Sari Suki. Maybe you can work with them. And the other yeah. one who's very, I'm very happy to, to introduce you to is Mel Nava of One Export. And her product, her, she, her specialty is actually distributing to Filipino communities abroad, yeah. particularly to far flung, those that yes. aren't near any near any centers yeah. of Actually, Filipino. I work with her for our other company for um so we manufacture jelly jelly powder mix, oh. which she also carries for the OFW market in the US and in Canada. Yeah. Well, so we're excellent. also looking into tapping that. Yeah. Yeah. So great to see that so many opportunities growing for you here right now. And nice to see how the ecosystem is building up where we're able, able to support each other. At the same time, we're able to support people who really need the assistance, our, our fisher folk uh, as the end users and also our farmers as, uh, as the input for your product. Now, with all, with all this having been said, uh, are there any insights that you've gained, both from working in your company and working on a entrepreneurial business you know, what are the success hacks that you want to share or business hacks that you want to share that you wish you knew when you started off doing, uh, when you started off doing uh, Immunity Global that you want to share with people so they don't make the same mistake? Well, I think it's just more of, it's not really being afraid to make mistakes, but to just try to do what you think is best, but never assume that what you think is best is really the best solution. It's just, if you have this idea, if you have the, capability to try it out try it out if you if you you can't if, if you think you don't have that capacity but you have the idea work with people who are able to bring this idea to life because a lot of people are willing to help just like don't be afraid to share your ideas because people would wouldn't necessarily just copy your idea because everyone thinks they have the best idea right so if if you have this idea try to work on it not to be scared and not to be afraid to make mistakes because mistakes are really um, inevitable. And if you make mistakes, it's actually a way for us to, to learn and to improve to, and to grow. I think there's, it should also be um, not to be afraid to say quit exactly, but quitting in terms of the strategy that you did, not exactly quit everything that you're doing. Yeah, yeah so don't be too in love with your strategy uh, yeah. and don't be too in love with your idea because there could be a better one that comes along. You just have to be yeah. kind of humble enough to accept it and say, okay, that's okay. I'll, I'll yeah. move over here. I guess that's one of the aspects of being a, a, a great entrepreneur that you've got the humility to accept that sometimes uh, what you're doing is not the best, but you can learn from other people or yeah. from the market itself. 
And with that, RR, thanks so much for joining us. Really a lot of great insight coming from you. Again, for those who Thank want to try out uh, Immuni Plus, uh, it's available in most mercury drugs and Watson's, right? And, and also, also online. Online. Yeah, Lazada, Shopee, Facebook. Okay. Bago lahat, baka may mga Cebuano dito. But pati lahat mga taga-Cebu naman dito, RR, mga nakikilig taga-Cebu. Sa Bisaya. Sorry? You can greet the, the mga oh. Bisaya. Ah, hi sa mga taga-Cebu. Salamat sa pagtanaw. Salamat sa pagsuporta sa Immuni Plus. Yan. Again, thanks so much, RR Chua. Uh, thanks for joining us for the RJ Ladespa podcast. And we will see you guys again on the next RJ Ladespa podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great thank evening. You, thank you. Thank you. RR, hang around. Thank you. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.